All right, everyone. Hello again. Welcome back to the Soma Mama podcast. I am very excited to reintroduce you to Tara Allen today. She was actually on episode five, season one of the Soma Mama podcast. And for those of you who had listened to that episode or have, uh, one, you can always refer back to it. It was a great introductory episode on craniosacral fascial therapy, a modality that Tara and I are both now trained in. And um, also, we at the end of that episode, we had a little bit of an audio glitch happen. So this is kind of our redemption round. A lot has happened since as well. And Tara brings brings to us an abundance of knowledge and experience in the craniosacral health, wellness, bodywork world. Uh, so Tara, a little bit about about her, and I will let allow her to also give an introduction to you all. Um, but she is a registered nurse. She is also um, a nutrition specialist, nutrition coach, and she is a craniosacral fascial therapist and she resides in the greater Philadelphia area for those of you who are looking for a CFT practitioner or just someone to uh, ask questions to. Uh, yeah, Tara has a pretty special story with her daughter and how she received um, a pretty transformative experience and just a handful of sessions with CFT. So without further ado, Tara, I'm going to hand the mic over to you, figuratively speaking, and just, yeah, let you introduce yourself to us. Thanks, Courtney. Um, yeah, uh, I, again, I have one daughter, Esther, she's almost two now. So when we first discovered CFT, she was about 11 months old. So kind of um, interesting how, how much happens just within a year, but I feel like I feel like I discovered, in a sense, my calling with CFT. So it's it's cool to see the progression, how quickly that happened of just learning about the therapy and then learning it. Um, so, and then my husband, Jordan, um, you know, we've been married for six and a half years and um, it's really his healing journey that catalyzed my journey into wellness, I guess. Um, and, yeah, we're we're excited. We just uh, actually launched our business, which has been a long time coming, and um, we can talk about that more more later. But um, that's kind of where we're at with things. So it's an exciting time. There's a lot of growth cha and challenges, you know, with uh, taking that on. But it feels really right, and it feels like we are exactly positioned right now to do this. Um, so I feel really honored to be a part of, of the progression of fascial work that has really picked up in the last few years, but also, um, you know, to be able to offer that to people and, and um, just be a part of the work, it's, it's exciting. I would absolutely agree with that. And I was just sharing sharing that same thought with someone the other day around specifically Dr. Barry Gillespie's work, who is uh, the man who created craniosacral fascial therapy and basically we'll call it the school of thought or modality that both Tara and I trained under. And um, this has been his lifetime's work to share CFT knowledge with 
uh, the world really and he's done it from a very grassroots perspective but he's he has grown this like this global following but what's interesting is there really seemed to be like a, another push during 2020 and 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 the years thereafter in the last few years where uh, just in my experience with folks too, they're like, oh, I know about craniosacral fascial therapy or most folks I talk to are like, I saw that on Instagram, I, you know, from a couple people I follow or, oh, like my friend actually has been doing that for years and I just haven't gotten around to ever try it. And uh, so that feels really exciting to me too, that there's seems to be more of a push, as you mentioned, uh, in this present day and age and to be a part of that as a practitioner also feels very very exciting and always as a recipient because cft is a wonderful modality for anyone and everyone to to be a recipient of um so i'm tracking tara since we last recorded it's probably it's been like a little less than nine months i believe um but as we mentioned in the introduction a lot has happened since and i loved hearing about your husband's healing journey being a catalyst to doing the training and so timeline wise we probably recorded around may june of 2022 and then you completed your training in november of 2022 so tell us like about the events that happened in between and uh yeah and then what what happened after you took the training itself Mm. Those are really good questions. Um, It's been an interesting year. I feel like I was being prepared for seven years in this. I was in this incubation period of just kind of waiting and like learning a lot, but not being able to apply it in the in the capacity I thought I would, which is like to help people heal or be a vessel or be a guide, you know, not not a uh, a guru, but but a guide truly. And um, in the past year, it felt like there was this like acceleration button that was pressed. And I had honestly three or four parting of the seas experiences this year where and CFT training being one of them, um, where it was like, bing, bang, boom, like I learned something. And then I went, I was found myself at this training and it just kind of tied together all these pieces that I was like, holy smokes, this is really important for me to learn and to carry this into like whatever I'm being called to do. And um, so yeah, to your question, between the time of the interview, well, I don't so yeah, we interviewed back in the summer. Um, So I had taken quickly because I could go, I could go in so many different directions with this. But long story short, I had taken an autonomic response testing uh, training, which is uh, Dr. Uh, Dietrich Klinghart's muscle testing um, modality where he uses the light field. And so this is based on the premise that we now know, which scientifically proven that all of our cells emit photons, which is another way of saying light. And that all of those photons being emitted in, in, you know, in our whole body creates a light field, or it's also been called an aura, but that's also kind of tied in with some new age teaching so it's it's more of a um it has less connotations to just call it the light field um which is scientifically proven and and it's a very accurate form of muscle testing because you can test intracellularly and you can test you know and there's not and there's a lot less interference than there is with traditional forms of muscle testing so i learned that which i had known about for years i had followed Klinghart for years but 
I hadn't actually taken the training. You know, we, we had done some of our own just like amateur muscle testing at home and uh, this, but this was like, okay, like I really learned how to, how to use the light field and I, and then um, fast forward, I took CFT class, which, you know, what is, has its own connections to that world. And then, you know, the, the door, like it was another of this parting of the seas training for something called Aleph Tav body. And it's a form of energetic body work based on the light field. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I couldn't have made this up. You know, they're totally different um, people that, that have created and worked on those systems, but they interconnect beautifully and dovetail. And I feel like CFT dovetails really beautifully into all that work because you are working in some respects on the energetic plane with CFT because you're, you're, you are guiding the person into uh, trauma release. And that is an energetic process in, you know, um, in very simplistic terms. And, um, you know, because trauma, as we know, is stored as strain, but it's also stored as it's in a sense, energetic congestion. And so all of these trainings kind of interconnected and really launched us into that season of like, okay, we're putting this into one big paradigm of how to really get a person well in the times we're living in and how to mitigate all the stressors that we're up against in this day and age, which are unlike anything we've ever seen before. And, and so we feel like we have this paradigm, this working paradigm of like, almost everyone falls into this. There's some kind of energetic dysregulation. You know, we all need regulation on some level. And there's, you know, trauma sort of strain and there's needing release and you know, from those things. So it's just been um, a really beautiful synthesis of information. <laughs> oh, I am beaming over here. And I, as we're recording this, for those of you listening, I also have the ability to, or not in person, but to see Tara's facial expressions and reactions and that to me just like, that's the human experience, right? I get to have this somatic experience and witnessing you sharing the divinity of, of these, all of these events and trainings within just the last year. And one, I want to take a moment, Tara, to, to applaud you and accolade, give you accolades and something that probably seamlessly at, at moments felt hard given your family life and professional life, but also in many ways felt very like, seamless right it was like this is this is where i'm being guided and i'm leaning into that and as most of us know as humans it's it's not that easy often right it's like we, this can be as you as you put years of build up to get to this point um or like tr really working diligently with your mind and your emotions for some people this is their experience to be able to get to that point of like okay i can do this or i can financially invest myself in this way and i know that was um I was even at that precipice right before I made the decision to commit to my CFT training back in March of 2022. It was like this mind was all over the place. And I was like, Courtney, stop, lean into your body, let your body make the, the choice. And of course, it was like I sent the money that day. I was I was at the training the following week. It all happened very fast. Um, awesome. So gosh, and I'm so excited to, I mean, I know Tara, we, we could talk about just like body work and spirituality and trauma release and, and all of the things for hours and in the, in the effort to keep it 
brief for our listeners here today, I want to hear about what, like, one, how you've taken these, you know, you just named three or four different modalities and how you, and I know you're just getting into your practice and offerings, um, but kind of how you blend them together. And if it is more of an intuitive practice for you as a practitioner, um, or if from a business sense you have, you know, a few services or offerings that folks can choose from, um, or yeah, as an intuitive decision once you're finally in, in presence uh, with, with the person you're working with? Great question. Um, yeah, and, and because you have to think through how to approach a client case. And you, it's not something I think that you can just willy-nilly, you know. And now some people might have that gifting and go more based on intuition. And I think that's more of my niche. But we, I, I'm uh, partnering with one of my best friends and um, so we, we we're kind of a good balance. She's um, much more left brained and I'm much more right brained. And we we always say together we have one brain. <laughs> so um, but all that to say, basically, our approach is we take the client, the, the, the client story, the stress story, and we do a deep dive. And that is our our starting place. But we also have just invested in a quest for by a resonance scanner. So it's multi-pronged in that we will be uh, Quest 4 scanning, which for you know people do, that don't know, a bioresonance scanner is something that picks up uh, frequency signatures. Uh, in other words, like everything in the body has a frequency signature, which is a way of saying it, it's a collection of fre uh, frequency imprints. And um, you know this goes to back to the work of Nikola Tesla and and how all of most of our technology nowadays actually runs on on the understanding of frequency being the uh, superseding reality behind matter and so it's like you know Einstein's famous equation equals mc squared all matter is energy all you know you know and and matter does not matter to energy energy is the uh software system so to speak of the tangible reality that we see and so with a bioresonance scanner, you can measure frequency imprints in a person and what's resonating and what what stressors that they have. And you can see intracellularly and you can do things that you can't do with traditional blood work. You can't see intracellular with tra traditional blood work. So you can see what kind of toxins they have in the cell and you can get really deep in a person's story. So we overlay a person's like verbal stress story with Quest for bioresonance scanning and um, and we use that as our launching place to see what is priority for a person. You know, it might not be that they need to start right off into CFT. Now, I think everyone can benefit from CFT, of course, but there's other forms of trauma release. And sometimes, um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of other pieces, you know, there's, a, there's CFT is one part of, this, of the picture and there's lots of tools at our disposal. And so we kind of start with, uh, with that and we also, um to put it succinctly because because there's there's really a lot of pieces like i said but um it's kind of like we look at it as to to really simplify it there's the ener or there's the there's the energetic component and there's the the uh, biochemical component and they're two sides of the same coin and um and so we start working on the biochemical which this is lisa's specialty by repleting minerals Fixing copper dysregulation, fixing copper dysregulation in the body, 
iron overload. And we work on the biophysical with things like CFT and like Aleftov body, which I mentioned earlier, and like other forms of trauma uh, release, like counseling and, and, and um, prayer ministry and deliverance work. And it's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff. So. <laughs> Oh, and I, my inner child is, is leaping for joy right now. And just knowing that, and for those of you who are like, what is your inner child and who is that? And like, for one, I think most of us know at this point, we all have one, but my inner child is like, is very, she's very playful. And she's also a nerd, a total nerd. And like, I, it's interesting too, just me thinking about like, wow, how far back did I, did my interest in like body work, um, date back and literally i can think of being a i won't say i think around eight years old and i would ask my sister to give her massages and it's like then i got sucked into the trap of she would she would then say this is a total tangent but she would say courtney let's massage trade but you go first and i was baby sis right so i'm like yeah i'll go first well she would fall asleep every single time and so i would never receive a massage in uh in in receipt um so or in exchange but anyway little did you know that that was such a formative part of your work (laughs) just things like that were that's and i know i'm going on a little bit of a tangent here but i'm going to continue in that direction a little bit more uh tracing back to you sharing Tara, how like this, this journey for you has felt like seven years in the making and that really struck a chord with me as well, um, as I felt had a very similar experience and of course my mind is like well you know there's no coincidence here in you and I connecting, um, which i'm so grateful for, um, and I had the same exact experience at, at my CFT training where I was like I don't even know what well I part of me knows why I'm here, but the other part of me doesn't know why I'm here, And but I'm here. And then the events of that, that 20 hour training put so many pieces together. Like, whoa, my fascination in oral hygiene and dentistry and my, my love for babies and children and my innate interest in anatomy and physiology. And like, it all came together in this beautiful way. And also my spiritual self working with intuition and, you know, divinity with, each and every soul it's like that it comes through in craniosacral fascial fascial therapy as well um so i anyway going back to the inner child who is a nerd mine um i'm like this is so cool and i'm so grateful that there are um emerging businesses or existing businesses and practitioners such as yourself tara who are offering a mixed modality practice as that seems to be what most folks have landed on nowadays is there's no one single way for one single body and i really appreciate that you and your business partner are bringing in both the biochemical and the bioresonance and the biophysical um, components and i think it's really interesting too how you kind of have this you know these are the two things that we do verbal intake and bioresonance scanner um just to see like what's going on that this individual may not even be aware of but that also might be likely is manifesting as a physical uh, mental emotional symptom at this point in time Mm -hmm. um what excites you the most about this work 
That's a good question. Again, um, I think that what excites me is that I, I believe the creator, Yahweh, is restoring the knowledge to his people about how to truly heal. And I think it has to do with the times we're in and what we'll potentially face in the future. Uh, what I think we are definitely in no uncertain terms going toward. Um, but I don't have a hopeless outlook about it at all. I think that this is evidence that there is a lot of hope because we're being, the, the knowledge is being restored of how to heal with our hands. And that it's coming back to this basic rudimentary fundamental truth that we have been given this innate intelligence or wisdom. And that's been a, that has been systematically attacked that we come out of regulation with that very real system within our bodies. And that God is inviting us back and saying, no, come back to the ancient ways. This is the right way. And if you follow this way, you know, you will have not only life in the afterlife, but life now, eternal life can start right now because you can connect to source, which is light, which is Yahweh, which is the creator. And you can experience everything that you were created for, right? Except for resurrection, because that's the only one of the only, it's the only, um, as far as we know, energetic point on the body that is not in operation. But um, that's something <laughs> all of top body talks about that. So that's kind of a different topic. But um, I think that's what excites me the most is that we're being given the tools to see people live as we were created to live, which is to be whole. Mm, and that's ah, like one, thank you for sharing that, Tara. And what what beautiful insight. And two, it brought me right back to actually a connecting point between us. Uh, one of our friends, Jamie, who um, I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, a couple episodes on the podcast, but she, when I asked her a similar question about like, what, you know, what drives you to do this work and when, why, and also as a craniosacral fascial therapist, and her response is like, I just always come back to this, this inner message message that says, you deserve to be feel good. We all deserve to feel good. And she's like, I don't even know where that comes from. It's an inner whisper mm -hmm. within me. That's like, everyone deserves to feel good. And um, I have, I go down all sorts of mental, spiritual rabbit holes in my just day to day. Um, but one of them is at large tied into agency too. Like at what point, you know, and we can look at like hundreds of years of historical context and even thousands of years, but it's like, wait, wait, when did people's agency get taken away? And I'm, you know, we're, we're having this, this conversation too, as to white individuals, like this is, this is an expansive conversation for BIPOC individuals and, um, you know, folks in, in developing countries. And, um, but, but to keep it centric to this conversation, you and I is, is, you know, white individuals in the Western world, it's like, yeah, who have a lot of agency, even our agency has been, you know, from our stripped from our own body, right? Like 
as humans. And mm-hmm. it's interesting for me to think about that. And I, and I like, I know that this can be a tender topic. So I want to make sure I'm very clear with my wording, which is that like more so we've just become disconnected from our bodies. Right. And from the, so no, the knowing that we have the, have and already hold the innate ability to heal. Mm-hmm. And yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like my inner activist is like, well, how does not everyone know that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that you are more right than you even know. And it's so funny because I keep being led into the same conversation over and over again with people. And they'll end up saying the keywords that they don't even know that are like keywords for me. But you said disconnection. And that is the essence of disease of disease is disconnection from source and it's a lack of this webbing together which we can talk about how that relates to the fascial web and this picture of webbing together in wholeness in a synthesized tapestry or picture a synchronicity uh right like it 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 it's it's imprinted from the micro level to the macro level and it's in our cells and it's in our energetic frequency imprint and it's in our fascial web it's this picture of this biotensegrity model so to speak where all these parts are interdependent on these other parts and this is where and i just want to like quickly touch on this because it's such an important this is basically why we do in a sense what we do it's to restore the connection and that for for me my understanding of what connection is it's restore the connection like i said to light which is yahweh which is the creator and when you said disconnection that disconnection in all forms separates us from what we were created for we were created to be in community with people right almost like to to be in these tribes and villages in a sense which we've gotten so far from that and we were created to be connected to our creator and actually what we named our uh, practice shalom because not people that there's the the thing with the hebrew language looks <laughs> like a, go with me here for a second because this might sound like a random tendril but like it, it connects to the story is that letters are also numbers and they're pictures and there it's not like the english language where a letter is just a letter a letter is also a picture and it has multiple synonyms behind the picture that it can so it can be explained in multiple ways to give you a comprehensive understanding of a concept as opposed to a compartmentalization so english language and western thought is very compartmentalized we like lists and bullet points and you know, compartmentalizations, whereas Eastern thought is symbolism and imagery and meaning as a, and form and function as opposed to appearance, right? And so shalom in the Paleo-Hebrew, which is a Hebrew word, and in the Paleo-Hebrew, the word pictures spell out destroying the authority connected to chaos. And chaos is the result of disconnection. Right. And so anyway, I just wanted to to because that's like the core message of our 
our mission in Shalom is to restore the connection between the light source, which is Yah, and and people. And that's where healing happens. And that looks that happens in, in many different ways. But that's the core message that and mission that we're on. Mm, yes. Yes. And I want to jump in there and say from uh, like the work that I've been informed in, which is in mental health, which is in trauma informed therapy, which is in like somatic awareness and somatic experiencing um, is that oftentimes and even I can bring in some social work frameworks such as internal family systems here, um, which I've mentioned on previous episodes where Oftentimes, we don't even know that we are a part of the chaos, given the, especially one as a child, right? These are the things that we become more aware of as we mature, and they all, there's no prescription, right? It happens at a different time for, at a different age for a different individual. Um, And some of us have been exposed to what we would call adverse childhood experience or the big T traumas, which contribute even further to that at-large chaos right both internal chaos and the chaos extrinsic chaos that we are a part of and that's what's important to know also is because we can put so much blame on ourselves right like why did x happen to me or why was i born into this family system or x y and z and and our mind in my personal experience uh goes tends to go to the place of trying to rationalize or justify justify or intellectualize um and uses pretty harsh language in doing so. And that can exasperate the process of, of, of the chaos, right? Feeling yes. more dis- feeling more disconnect from other people and from other living sentient beings. And from self. And from self, mm-hmm. exactly. And so I speak that just to say, um, and to normalize that like, hey, we all like most of us were born into dysregulation, just be by by born into this world. There's a heck mm-hmm. of a lot of dysregulation in this world. Um, and, and we are here to as individuals and as a community to start the process, begin the process of undoing that, right? Coming mm-hmm. back into this state of regulation and of harmony yes. and of, of like collective synergy. Yes. Um, so oh, I'll stop myself there as I know that's an area I could continue on. Uh, but Tara, as we, as we begin to wrap up here, I want, I just want you to share any other final thoughts, words, feelings with us. Um, and then I'll ask you to share also how, how folks in the greater Philadelphia area and outside of the greater Philadelphia area can get in contact with you. Yeah. Um, I think just to piggyback on what you were saying, that is what I believe makes us human and not animals, is that we have the ability to choose. And we can choose to um, to come out of the chaos and to stop contributing to the chaos. Now, obviously, we need tools and stuff to do that, and that's a learning process. It's not about perfection. It's about growth. And if we are moving in the direction of maturity, of learning how to contextualize the big T traumas, like you said, or the childhood experiences in a greater understanding of, like, I'm not going to repeat the patterns that were done against me. I'm going to step away from the chaos and I'm going to choose love or, you know, what, and whatever that looks like in different situations, it can manifest very differently. 
that was just my thought when you know you were wrapping up about yeah that's like key that we understand we have a choice yes oh and i i have another thought there and another comment just also in in the integrity and alignment with bringing agency and power back to the individual which is that we are only accountable for ourselves and for that which we do onto others right and so I and I that I don't say this from this exclusive point of like just take care of you. Um, yes, but it can feel very overwhelming, especially in a family system or in a work system or community system, etc, where you feel pushed and pulled in so many different directions and it's like wait who's who's taking care of me right like this disease has manifested in my body because no one's taking care of me. Right. And I say that which we do unto others, which as I speak that out loud, I'm like, well, that's a golden rule. Right. Like in in pretty much every dogmatic practice, like that's the golden rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's important to be accountable of how we are impacting other people, how we are interrelationally connecting with other folks. Right. Because we can also do harm. Yes. Um, but yeah, that self accountability of like, well, you may have been born into a chaotic as all get out system, but you are accountable for yourself and you are capable of unra- unraveling the chaos. Exactly. That was really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara, so tell us where folks can connect with you. And yeah. So right now you can you can email us at um, Shalom Wellness LLC at proton.me and that's our email um i'm not super active on instagram but uh you know sometimes i go on and post uh but my instagram handle is tara underscore tara t-e-r-r-a underscore and so you can connect with me there if you want but those are the two things i would say awesome Tara, thank you so much for your time, your energy, your introspection and your wisdom today. I so appreciated having this this follow-up conversation and I'm excited to continue to hear about your work unfold in this world. Thank you so much. You're so welcome.